You're listening to the Discovery COVID-19 podcast. Our expert guests help you to understand coronavirus disease 2019 and how you can manage your health, well-being and financial security during this time. This is Louisa Niehaus. I'm a psychotherapist and relationship expert. I'm going to talk to you today about how to soothe COVID-19 re-entry anxiety. Let's face it, we are all experiencing some levels of anxiety around an issue during this pandemic. I'm going to look at reasons for anxiety levels during this lockdown and give you some very practical tips to help you through this. I'm going to be covering concerns regarding social anxiety, anxiety around hygiene and social distancing, anxiety in the workplace, and anxiety around the safety of one's children at school. You might be anxious about the most obvious, and that is concern about your own health and safety, and that of the people close to you. Many of us are concerned about the rapidly increasing statistics of COVID-19, and it is justified for you to be feeling anxious. There are some very real issues that we are confronted with right now. The uncertainty of this virus and how it presents the increase in numbers of people with the virus, the seriousness of the virus, the scale of this virus. The whole world seems to be reeling from this. Then there's the reintegration and exposure back into society, the workplace, schools, universities, public transport and social gatherings. There are also some real concerns regarding other people's sanitation protocols. Social anxiety is also very common. We now have to relearn to interact with others after a period of enforced isolation. Some of us have become used to limited interaction and are very reluctant to see others because of the risk of infection. There may even be resentment about having to return to work or school and personal anxiety regarding the safety and the uncertainty of being in a public environment. Many people who have never struggled with anxiety before now feel underlying concerns or unease when spending time in public. And those people with underlying conditions, such as an autoimmune condition, are even more nervous. There is also anxiety about the prospect of working and living remotely for an indefinite period of time, and further worries about how to manage staying indoors and isolated. So how to manage this? Anxiety, if managed, will help keep you alert and go a long way to ensuring that you stay safe. Anxiety is a primal response to a perceived threat. So feeling anxious about your welfare during this time is completely normal. Allowing it to spiral out of control is when anxiety overwhelms you and impacts on your daily functioning. Allow yourself a set period of time to be anxious. And within this time, examine your fears and worries. Assess whether they are relevant and true, or if you are catastrophizing, imagining the worst or projecting yourself into a future where you have already determined the worst-case scenario. Think about how you would reassure a vulnerable loved one in a calm and collected way. You would point out their strengths 
and coping mechanisms. For example, even listening to this podcast is an exercise in strength and resilience. You are seeking out ways to better manage and educate yourself about anxiety. On a practical level, let's look at ways in which you can manage yourself in areas which trigger anxiety. For example, don't overexpose yourself to social media or excessive news updates, nor speak to people who heighten your anxiety levels. Stay informed, but do not become obsessive about data if it makes you anxious. Take steps to manage and control your own environment and your health. Take the necessary supplements to boost your immune system, to ensure that you eat well, exercise and get enough sleep. Taking care of yourself in this way, although it might seem simplistic, is one of the fundamental ways to help boost your immune system. Yes, it may seem daunting to get all of this right when you are anxious and unsettled and sometimes you can't even think straight and you find yourself caught in an unhealthy loop of worry. However, it is possible to stop the cycle if you allow your anxiety the opportunity to be voiced. Often we feel anxiety, but we are far too nervous to fully explore it, as we are afraid it will overwhelm us. Talking through your concerns with a therapist or a good friend is a healthy way of understanding and diffusing anxiety. And sometimes, just the act of examining your anxiety in a safe environment makes it seem far less daunting. When COVID-19 lockdowns were first instituted, it felt for many people unfathomable to stay home nearly 24-7. And now it feels equally strange and nerve-wracking to do anything else after months spent cocooned inside. Psychologists have dubbed this phenomenon re-entry anxiety. And there are two distinct types of re-entry anxiety. Some people are anxious because they have a lurking fear of catching or spreading COVID-19, whilst others have fallen out of practice socialising and are finding it difficult to resume. Both types of anxiety are driven by uncertainty and a fear of unknown harm. There is going to be anxiety as society reopens because this virus is still spreading and still poses health risks. So a little bit of nervousness or anxiety can motivate you to follow public health guidance like social distancing and wearing a mask. But when this anxiety starts to interfere profoundly with your day-to-day -day life, you need to take steps to address it. I would encourage you to take baby steps in your re-entry. Don't go from staying in your apartment or your house to immediately going into a busy shopping mall. Set progressive small goals that will get you closer to behaviour that you find scary. For example, you can just start with a gentle walk or go and get your groceries at a store where you know that there aren't many people and start to ease yourself into it. If you find yourself being pulled into a spiral of anxiety, focus on your breathing. 
One of the simplest ways to pull yourself back from anxiety is to concentrate on taking controlled, slow and deep breaths. Begin to start integrating into society sooner rather than later. Social isolation has short-term mental health impacts and it potentially has long-term impacts too. And these are directly proportional to the duration. So the longer that you're spending time avoiding things that make you anxious, the harder they're going to be to overcome. This does not mean that you should rush out and socialize the way you did before lockdown. But think about what you can do safely now. Maybe sitting with a friend in your yard and remembering to try and do this sooner rather than later. Also consider the long-term effects. Many people are remaining more isolated than necessary because of re-entry anxiety. You need to ask yourself a simple question. Is this the life that you want to live indefinitely? And maybe you will see that you miss being outside. You miss seeing your friends and living your life. Ensure that you remain wary of crutches. For example, there are many safety health practices like washing your hands regularly that can spiral into safety behaviours that consciously or subconsciously you rely on to keep anxiety at bay. So be honest about how these safety behaviours are affecting you. For example, if wiping down your groceries takes you five minutes and it really helps you, it's not a big deal. But if you find yourself spending hours a day cleaning your home, cleaning anything that has come into contact with the outside world, that could be a bigger issue. Ask yourself, am I doing things that are getting in the way of the life that I want to be living? Recruit a partner or a friend to help you make behavior changes. It's much easier to quell re-entry anxiety with someone who can support you and hold you accountable. Similarly, if someone in your life is struggling with re-entry anxiety, try to be their partner through it. Find out what would help, what would make them feel more comfortable. Ensure that you listen to what your partner is telling you rather than forcing an issue. If someone you know is too nervous to immediately start by going to public places, suggest a more moderate activity. And remember that many people have COVID-19 risk factors that look different to yours. Respect that people are going to want to move at different paces, and sometimes this is out of necessity. A positive factor that has emerged from this COVID-19 pandemic is that it's never been easier to connect with a mental health professional than now. If you find you're struggling, you're not coping, and that you need help, reach out. This podcast was brought to you by Discovery. Stay informed, stay healthy.